Welcome back to the Gun Show Podcast. So should I do my I'm shout out as people to... Oh. Right there. Who are you? I was going to do the commercial. Who are you? Who are you pointing at? You. Me or someone right behind me that I can't see? Take the squeaky <laughs> toy from <laughs> Studio <laughs> Dog. Come here. Bad Studio Dog. Hey, come here. Hey. <laughs> Looks like cat dog. Ready? Kind of sort of. <laughs> Let's try it again. <laughs> Welcome back to the Gun Show Podcast. And we'd like to thank all for joining us again. All? All of what you. What are you doing, I man? I have no idea. This is Just your let's fault. Go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Keep it rolling. No, 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 no. Keep it rolling. This isn't 30 Takes Friday. Let's get <laughs> Let's get on with this <laughs> So anyway. It's 20 Take Wednesday. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was actually ready to go. We are ready to go. This is all going. This is all going. happening? I tell you what. If you're listening <laughs> to the Gun Show podcast and you like what you hear, tell your friends. Tell your family. Break into their computers, download us on iTunes, uh, hit the subscribe button so it's uh, so at least we get seven episodes in. And because that's the only way we advertise is word of mouth. Illegally, basically, is what he's right. saying. Yeah, Illegally. that's what I'm saying. Illegally. Right. And is head that? over to Facebook.com slash gunshowpodcast and hit the like button. Yes, when you're on your friend's phone, if you figure out their little R code thing, if they get the Android, the swipe code, go to their Facebook page, immediately like our page. Yeah, if you can borrow someone's phone, you just say, hey, can I see your phone? I just need to check what time I it is. I promise not to like the Gun Show podcast yeah. on Facebook for you. And this week, it's uh, not so much a hardware, but more of a software <laughs> thing, really. Yeah. I, mean, I guess that's the way to put it. Um, good news. Um, in our own hometown of Fort Worth, Fort Worth, Texas, we is instead there another of, Fort Worth? Yes, there are oh, other okay, Fort just Worth. Checking. Scott. Well, I didn't know. It's a lot in Germany. <laughs> Germany. In our own hometown of Fort Worth, Texas, in the wake of the <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> what were you trying to? You trying to play it straight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not the straight man. You're the angry man. This is descending yeah. so rapidly. Anyway, after Sandy Hook, there was um, you know a pretty big outcry. And people were asking, "What should we do? You know, our schools aren't safe." Yada yada yada. So some places were like, "Oh, the guns are evil." Herb. Um. Lock the doors because that makes it more gun safer here. Or well, they put whatever. in panic buttons that weren't connected to anything. That uh, maybe an extra AED. They put in sleeve. They allowed people to buy sleeves that locked that little door. So basically, and you know, in your in your more liberal states, I guess they were like, "Ew, guns! Can't have them around our kiddos." This is bad. <clears throat> so, in the good old state of Texas, they were like, "You know what? Arm them. We Arm passed, the teachers. We passed the Protection of Texas Children Act last year." Which I guess allows for something called school marshals. I guess is bum, bum, bum. Oh my god, what could that mean? Oh, they have guns around the kids. Oh, school oh, districts wait. and charter schools are allowed to place one armed marshal on campus for every four hundred students. They will have the authority of a police officer and make arrests. Really? Yeah, potential marshals must be employed by a school district or public charter school, have a concealed handgun license, and be appointed by the Board of Trustees. And then, of course, they go to, we have seven of them training now at our very own Tarrant County College uh, Police Academy. Oh. Which we've shot there before. Yeah, yeah, we've yeah, we've done some classes out there and uh, done some stuff out there. Nice facility. Uh, they're taking a nine-day course that's evidently covering... Gun use, violence prevention, and active shooter scenarios. So, if for every 400 students, let's put it this way: in my high school, my graduating class that actually walked the stage was 900. Oh yeah, 
There I were mean, I Central mean, there High were, School probably has close to four or five thousand kids in it. Right. So I mean, we're you're, I don't do math. That's like all of these guys, right? Yeah. So they all could go to one school, which they're obviously not. No, they're not. As far as geographically speaking, that that's 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 one or two armed people in every wing of that school, basically, and you know, right. if not more. So that that's a pretty. I, I'd say it's an okay ratio. I mean, it's a better ratio than what's there now. Uh, zip or one. Yeah, a cop. Which know. everyone knows what he looks like, where he is, and he's got his own office, so you know it, where to go kill him if you decide to yeah. do it. And it looks like. As as police officers in Texas, and I assume most states, um, you have to have continuing education for your license. Yes. And that's that's normal for Texas. I think all licensing that I've ever heard of, even a plumber, has to take continuing education. Um, the course costs about $400 per person, which means um, lots of people are going to be taking this course, and I that's, think, in the that's, future. You think about that, that's... That's not that bad for a civilian to go train with somebody for, for two nine, days. For nine days? Yeah, no, yeah, to go train with someone for two days, it's four hundred dollars plus yeah, ammo. Yeah. So here, I mean, that this doesn't say how much ammo they need to bring, but you get eighty hours. It's an eighty-hour program. That's actually That's a impressive. really, really, really good price. Four hundred dollars. That's a good price, yeah. Especially, uh, I bet you they teach you some things that you don't learn at your normal. Uh, some stuff that's more applicable to a school marshal, you know, things right. the active especially shooter, from the active cops, the stuff. active shooter stuff that we don't learn as civilians. Here's the thing about this this college that's doing at the Tarrant County uh, Community College in Northwest Campus. They are um, they house the actual police academy for the area. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the nice range. That's the new one. Yeah, they got well, a they, new yeah, range. Yeah, they just put a new that's range. That's yeah. There's a several million dollar range, state of the art. So I mean, good. Good for them. Like you, you can't say. I mean, I'm not gonna be like. Good for them. I, I want. I'd really be interested to see what the curriculum. Like, I just a hard copy of the curriculum, just right. to see what it is. Uh, out of sheer curiosity, if my trainer brain likes, uh, you know, likes to see that. But, um, I think this would be good if other states follow suit. I think this may, this will establish a really good precedent, and I would like to see it packaged and marketed in other places. I think if we're going to focus. As a society, so much on active shooters, which we have been. I mean, let's face it, things have been, we've been actually pounded with active shooters since um, uh, the Colorado shooting. Um, and every other one that's taken place has been, you know, frontline news for days and weeks or months on end, right? So if, if we're going to focus on active shooters, especially in schools, and we're going to focus on how to stop them or how to react to them. Um, I think everyone in the firearms community has, you know, pretty much universally decided that the only thing that stops an active shooter is a good guy with a gun. It so the only thing arguable. the only thing that makes sense is, and the NRA got so much flack for this after Sandy Hook is putting more good guys with guns in schools, right? Did did you guys read that article that came out about Target after they came out and they said, "Hey, no guns allowed," and they said that there were more holdups? Yes, in yes, and around I did Target. See that. that didn't surprise me. It could be a statistical anomaly, but that wouldn't surprise me at all. Listen, in terms of military strategic thinking, right, or even tactical thinking, there's there are hard targets and there are soft targets, right? If you go and rob a bank with a guard that's a harder target than the convenience store in a town where there's no way that guy's got a gun behind the counter right yep it's a, it, it, and you know your standard crazy stick up guy may not 
you know, think that deeply. He may not go that far down the, the checklist of hard target versus soft target, but someone will. It's just it's just nature, you know. The easier the target, the 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 more likely someone is going to be to attack it. Yeah, I mean, I hate to like repost and reshare the really cliche gun stuff that just gets thrown around Facebook all willy nilly. But like the one you'll see is, we use armed guards to protect our banks, our you know movie theaters, our state buildings, our jails, our hospitals, uh, churches. All these other places, but you bring up putting, you know, someone in a school with a gun and the whole world's coming to a screeching halt. The the thing people don't understand is our schools are soft targets. They're just there's there's maybe at I don't know about anywhere else in the country, but in my area, there's no school resource officers assigned full time to elementary schools. Oh, there aren't? No. And I don't know about middle schools, but I know there's some in the high schools. I know they the high schools. Our, high schools. Our middle school did. Hillwood yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, uh, the only one I can remember is is a high school. Yeah. But that's, I went to school too long ago. Yeah. But I'm, in my daughter's school, there's no cops. Elementary the, or middle? Elementary. Uh, or the middle school my other daughter goes to, but she's out and in see, that's a, And that's that's smaller place. That's evi- that's indicative of the wrong attitude as to why the wrong mindset of putting them there. They're put there for the students' safety. Inward. Well, well, here's no, the, the guns are They're, facing inward. Here is no, no, no. Facing yeah, yeah. yeah, the problem is, is that the the cops are put there to arrest the students for the teachers' protection. Well, the cops are put exactly. there, but it doesn't matter be there why to the cops. Everybody are, yeah. from somebody outside right. the building, and that's the problem. Is it doesn't matter why the cops are put there in the first place. What's going to happen is they're going to ask, be asked to do cop stuff all day long while they're hanging out there, and that's just the nature of the beast. Mm-hmm. They're going to be asked to direct traffic. They're going to be asked to you know arrest rowdy students. They're going to be asked to, you know, you know, investigate stolen stuff, and you know, maybe some of that stuff can be done for sure. But doesn't their number one priority need to be safety? Mm-hmm. So maybe during some crazy periods, they don't need to be standing out there directing traffic. They need to be making sure everybody's safe, as opposed to that. Push, I, and I pushing a beat in the hallway. Yeah, and I, you know, what we have with the school marshal program is a reactive force. It's not a cop who's there eight hours anyway, so let's make him do something. It is somebody who's a teacher, an administrator, I don't know, a janitor, why not, right? Um, I don't know what criteria Fort Worth ISD or the other schools have as far as what they have, but as far as the state's concerned, you just got to be an adult with a concealed carry license. Mm -hmm. So what that means is there's someone else with a gun on the premises, uh, or there's more of a chance that there's someone with a gun on the premises that can stop a bad guy. And now you don't have to wait for the reaction force for the police to show up. Because unfortunately, I don't know if, you know, like you say, there's so many cliches out there. But let's face it, when when you, when seconds count, cops are minutes away. And and that's... It's not it's, wrong. We're that's not just, saying that doesn't... That's reality. It's, not, it's got nothing to do with wrong. right or wrong or indifferent. It's not, yeah. it's not their fault. It's no. the fact that... We haven't mastered linear time travel, so sorry. Yeah, unless the cop so happens to be sitting there writing somebody else a ticket. Uh, yeah, he's not going to be anywhere near. So what you're saying is most likely something will happen when somebody is not in a uniform with a badge and a gun nearby. Yes. Imagine that. So the best line we of just defense about against soft that targets is and to hard have targets, somebody right? that yeah. is, has the gun, is a good guy, with a gun. Let's face it, unless we're going to do like the NRA says and post armed guards in front of our schools, whose sole job is to be an armed guard, uh, like an Israeli 
uh, school mm-hmm. and, and make our targets harder, if we're just going to do nothing about it and maybe assign a few more resource officers, then you know, maybe the school marshals is the right idea. Nobody seemed to have a problem with the air marshal, the pilot program, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's flight, what, Armed flight deck officers. Yeah, armed flight deck officers. And I don't have a problem with this. I think this is the school equivalent of an armed flight deck officer, right? It's just somebody else with a gun nearby that can take care of any issues that pop up. Well, in keeping with good people with guns and getting into bad situations, uh, we have one down. So we have one up for the week, and then we have one down for the week. And, uh, Martin, you're a little more – I mean, I, I get the gist of it, but you've got it in front of you probably a little more privy. 27-year-old Shanine Allen from Philadelphia was driving through New Jersey when she got pulled over for a minor traffic violation. And she told the cop, hey, I've got my CHL on me. Well, her CHL wasn't good in Philadelphia. The cop proceeded, you mean New Jersey? Jersey. Uh, yeah, sorry, New Jersey. So the cop proceeded to pull her out of the car and arrest her. And while in court, uh, the judge is quoted as saying, or she's, oh. she's, she's quoted as saying that the judge tried to tell me that telling the truth messed me up, my life up, and the cop said the same thing. Me opening my mouth and speaking out, he said, is one of the ten people that spoke up and was honest, and that got me in trouble. Yeah, and guess what? She had hollow points in her gun. Oh, that's it. That's more felonies. You know that, right? You can't carry hollow points in, in Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey is for home defense. New Jersey no, is one of those home defense. One they of those carry hollow points for for personal carry on the streets. Yep, not even police officers. If, they're not exempt. And that's if you have a CHL, which is in end of itself. Nobody has. To come by. Nobody has one. I know one person with a New Jersey CHL. Really? I do. And they're not a cop. Nope. Crazy. He knew. He knew. He knew an elected representative. Ah, see it so you know. Um, so the the lessons here are um, know what you're doing, know the laws, follow them. If you travel to another state, there are lots and lots of websites and resources to let you look up. Always reciprocity. Uh, US, USCCA, US yes. Concealed Carry Association. Just seriously, Google it. Google Google uh, reciprocity. reciprocity laws. Yep. And every state official, yeah. the dot gov or the dot tx. Yes. Should have that. I know Texas literally goes state by state. There's yep. a whole list, and it's in very. It's not in weird legal speak. It's in very plain speak. It says who has reciprocity, who has, because there's the other definitions. Um, unilat- there's unilateral reciprocity. There's this that where we. Oh we yeah, follow, yeah, There's, yeah, there's yeah, some yeah. other verbiage that's used there, but it's very. And every plain state's speak. different. Yes, every every state recognizes check. other states and weird and. We and get odd. that morally this is messed up. Like she shouldn't. Yeah, you know, she shouldn't yeah, be in a jam. Yeah. But you have an obligate right or wrong. You yes. have an obligation to know the laws. Especially to your kids, not just you. Yeah, you. this affects everyone. If now. you want to be a jerk and go to New Jersey and scream, I have my rights, and get arrested for it, go to jail and be a martyr for the cause, you know, now that's, your, your, kids that's are, your thing. Now your kids are with CPS. Yeah, that, that's your thing. But this poor woman um, who didn't follow our advice and look up the laws and, and know that it was, and just not volunteer that she had her piece on her. Listen, she probably got a ticket and gone home. That's if why she had volunteered, she had a gun on her. That's why we tell you to break into your friend's computers and like us, so that they have that oddball chance of listening oh, and going, oh man, yeah. I didn't know that. Mm. The prosecutor has denied her entry into a diversionary program that would allow her to avoid jail time. I don't know about jail time. She needs to avoid a felony charge. So what's happening so I think far, it sounds like she's still going to cop a felony just because she's going to have a jail felony. Well, she is, like I said, she's a single mother with two children. She works a morning job and a night job. That's the reason oh. she got this gun. 
She has only had the gun for one week. Um, well, um, that, then and she probably didn't even know. And according to MyFoxHouston.com, the case is still moving forward, but the question remains, will New Jersey's tough gun laws take this young woman who wanted to protect herself from criminals and instead force her to become a criminal? And you would think, okay, so let's assume she got it in Jersey or someone in that area, or Jersey, excuse me. Let's assume she got it in Philly or in the immediate right. area. Um, there's a you know, bunch of towns anywhere. It's, it's kind of my old, my old stop. Yeah, you assume it would be part of her class. A you good think instructor. That if you are within, I mean, Philly is across the river. Jersey is right there. You, you mean, it's a ten minute commute. I don't know you how that works. Is it really close? It's extreme. I mean, okay. it's extremely close. People live in Philly, commute to Jersey. Uh, I know. I know. Cops in California that live outside of California to have their guns and drive into California bingo. to go to work. You would think yeah, that if it's that big of that. a deal, you know, as a CHL instructor, that when you need people, to tell them, yes, big. Glaring sign that says, Don't go do over there. Not <laughs> carry into New Jersey. <laughs> like, wham, 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 Lion do King? not, yeah. That dark area that yeah, we don't Jersey. go to. The dark area, we, we don't, don't go, go there. there. We don't Seriously. go there. Seriously. I mean, she's she's ignorant. I don't go to Jersey, and I'm and from It's Texas. on her. I'm not absolving her of wrongdoing. Yeah. But if that be the case, and it sounds like it is, the CHL instructor boned her on that one. But what do they always say? The ignorance of the law is not a defense of nope, the law? No, it is absolutely not. Now, here's the thing. Is this enough? I know in your eyes and my eyes and probably most of our listeners' eyes, or is it ears? Is it eyes? Um, We're both. We have Facebook. This woman has the fundamental civil right to be able to carry her gun into New Jersey, whether or not PA gives her a license for it or not. And I think that's we, – we understand that. We, we firmly believe in the Second Amendment and the right to keep and bear arms here on the Gun Show podcast. But is she – are we – have we come up with is this just, is this anti-gun nuttery gone too far is this just part of our system you know the stupidity of you know you can't buy this type of sprinkler head in this state or this county or if you put the wrong trash can out in the curve you get a ticket is this just more of the bureaucracy where in new jersey you show up with the wrong with the pa license you go to jail or the hollow point, the silly, the holly point thing, maybe. That's just silly. Well, right? I, okay, so this came in. This is the first thing we talked about at work, about at work this morning. And we started, started catching a little flack about it. And because uh, and someone looked at me and was like, dude, you're pretty pro cop. So I was like, but, but dude, because it was kind of a cop's a douchebag for hooking her up on it. I'm like, what maybe. are you talking about? That's not his, he's not out there to interpret the law. That's not a cop's job. We understand that morally, it's the, you, she placed that cop in a really crappy position because that cop right. could be pro gun for all we know. I'm not saying the cop was a bad guy; he is sworn to uphold the local happened? law. Oh, I don't, I don't know what? if there's a. And they were like, "Well, why couldn't they just let her go?" I'm like, "Body, Mike." Yeah, I was going to say, what, what if, if yeah, somebody reviews? No they review all of his videos, and, just that one random knows, day, his, and hears all of that. His partner could have been standing there. His he could have been he a was rookie an FTO. on yeah, an FTO. Yeah, he could have been, yeah, he could have been anything. Yeah. So, no, you what, you can't blame the cop. I don't even know that you can blame the prosecutor or the judge in this particular case because we're dealing with the laws here. We we should blame the voters of New Jersey. Exactly. Right. Also, right? now, now this brings now the one, it's, the one thing All I of you is like, dude, this is the stuff where that mandatory sentencing really comes to bite someone in the ass. This is one of those, way, those, those, those reasons where you look around and you look at the totality of the circumstances here and you go, is mandatory sentencing really necessary here? Mandatory minimum sentencing. Well, it, maybe she won't do time, but it's, it's a felony no matter what. what. It doesn't like matter what the sentence is. Well, they right? denied her that, I don't know, I would call it a deferred adjudication to some degree is, yeah. or whatever, but 
they're not they're not letting her do that. Well, they, I don't think they do for gun crimes in New Jersey. I, we, we listen. We've we've been screaming our heads off on the pro gun side to you know have tougher crimes for criminals who already commit crimes with guns, right? And that's what this is. This is a gun crime. This is a felonious, you know, carrying of you know bad bullets in New Jersey, which is silly, but it, it is a gun crime. Um, we've been screaming that most places need to have stricter and harder sentences for criminals who use guns, right? Now, obviously, we're not talking about this young lady, but this is what our society wants, right? We want to put away criminals. We want to take them off the streets. We want to make sure people criminals with guns for sure go to jail because we seem to be worried about gun crime in the news constantly so i mean the voters in new jersey and you know the public at large is at fault here the 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 hollow point thing is just inexcusable it's ridiculous to think that it matters what bullets are in this woman's gun it, it let, that it matters what bullets are in the cop's gun i mean a bullet is a bullet whether or not it's and new jersey's law at least she didn't have those Hornady zombie defense bullets. No, she'd have been okay. Yeah, get this. The New Jersey law is so badly written. Because it has a ballistic tip in it? She because they're fine. filled up. They're not an open cavity hollow ah. point. You can carry a Hornady zombie. Uh, zombie Max. Critical zombie defense. Max. Critical defense. Critical duty. duty. Well, you wait, can carry an EFMJ. So the hollow points ball. for the fi- for the pistol calibers, those are... They're 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 filled in. Yes, the they're all filled. Fi- yes, they're also yeah. Hornady fills them in. Uh, basically, the zombie max is a Hornady critical defense with green, green filler instead of instead red. Of red. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you can carry those in New See, Jersey I, and not I knew be a foul of the law. Were filled, but yes. I, I didn't know that the, the yep. handgun cartridges were filled as well. Yep. Uh, the EFMJ is another one federal. I think they call it the guard dog now. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, another yeah. option uh-huh. for you New that's Jersey blue. types. Yeah, it used to be. Cor- be a different color. Corbon, no, no, Corbon, totally no. different thing. Uh, it's, it's it's and then you have you have pink lady now too by Hornady. Oh yeah, yeah. And that, oh that's, that's a light light oil. Yeah. And I think it's pink too. The powder puff. Yeah, works. I think Ethan carries those. Real talk, man. You know whatever. <laughs> All right, so we've brought everybody up, and we've crushed them. Now we're gonna bring them back up. Ooh, are we going to talk so about Detroit? Everybody down. We're, are we talking about Detroit? Crushed What's that? And now yeah. we're bringing them back up. Yeah, we. You said we brought everybody up. No, we brought, brought them up first. It was up first. Yeah, it was up, and then it was down. Uh, then you, it was guys, you said it. We're going to build you up. We're going to break it down. No, you we're got gonna build you up. We build you up. We break you Whatever. down. We build you up again. We're going to break it down. And if we have time at the end, <laughs> we will build you back up. <laughs> no, we'll probably break them down at the end. Not lying. We're kidding. We're breaking you down. According to DetroitNews.com, the police chief said some armed Detroiters have developed itchy trigger, trigger fingers, and lawbreakers are getting the message. And this is the guy we talked about a few months ago uh, who came out and said that he believed armed citizens deter crime. And we thought that was very exciting and new and novel coming oh, from the police chief of Detroit. Sheriff. I thought he was the county sheriff up there. Um, no, I could be wrong there. I could have swore he was the sheriff. Yeah, this is a police chief James Craig. Yep, 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 yep. Hmm. Uh, Why does he have two first this names? This stems from... Uh, Man, the guy's got two first names. <laughs> <laughs> Can't trust him. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> While uh, Scott's uh, suffering from uh, black lung over here, I am getting black lung. Okay, so where where were we? Where was Scott before he started coughing? The latest incident uh, that spurned these remarks was an um, 88 year old was beaten and robbed inside his home. 
Yeah, they, they broke um, in. A woman was standing on her porch. She uh, was knocking on her door asking for help. He opened the door. Two men rushed in, grabbed a telephone cable. I don't know if they brought it in with them yeah. or they used his, but they tied him up uh-huh. and stole several items from him. And so, th- now this guy opened fire on a TV news crew. Yeah, and that's what, where the itchy trigger finger was. Well, what happened from. was the, the TV crew came up to the door and continued to knock, and he wouldn't open it for them. And then once the actual, I guess, crew came up onto the porch, uh, he fired a shot through the door, and it lodged itself into a tree. Now, this man has been taken into uh, to the hospital for psych evaluation, though. Yeah, um, but Joe Biden told him to do it. Here's the thing. Here is the thing about an affirmative defense. Here's the thing about firing warning shots. You you don't you don't you never know how tall the other person is on the other side of the door or where they are. I'm not sure of a state out there that I mean there may be one. I don't know of one that allows for warning shots. No, and I've never been. I've been through military escalation of force and I've been through law enforcement escalation of force. Nowhere in anywhere that I've ever seen, short of an emergency, an actual emergency. Um, and actually, they're like, if it falls under special rules of like a country, like a foreign country that you're in, warning shots and signaling shots. That's it. I've never heard once in the States that you can do that under any no. circumstances. No. Like you said, signaling shots, maybe. You know, we've all been taught the three rounds. Probably should shoot them into the ground nowadays. Well, Tracer. That's that's what. Oh, that'd be nice. I don't carry tracer with yeah. me when I go hiking. Maybe I should stop. In Texas, you start fires with some tracers yeah, right now. Start. That's true. That would be really bad. <laughs> That's why you get that. that I've insert. started. I've started some serious fires. Insert flare fires. gun. No, you did not go with the flare yeah. gun. Yeah, get that star cluster out there. Oh, or pen flares. Oh, pen flares. Oh, yeah. Oh, Seriously, carry pen flares. No, I can. They're see expensive though. Are they? Yeah. I, uh, pin, so I like an entire pen flare setup. It's like seven hundred. I keep what? I keep bottle oh rockets. God, I used to have those like. Candy, yeah, not for I the civilians. Keep, <laughs> I just keep bottle rockets left over from the Fourth of July, and yeah. uh, and you know I carry them with Roman me wherever candy, I go. Roman I got one right now. It's See, Roman light it. <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> you guys really both doing this? <laughs> no, that was a real one. You didn't hear? It? <laughs> it's no pen flare, but it'll work in a pinch. Also, signal. But back to Detroit. Uh, <laughs> This might uh, be the according worst to this podcast. article, Detroit has experienced 37% fewer robberies in 2014. 22% break ins, business of home, 30% carjackings. That's pretty good. Craig attributed the drop to better police work and criminals being reluctant to prey on citizens who may be carrying guns. What's the source? I mean, I was, when they throw numbers, I always. Nowadays, I'm. It's DetroitNews.com. Was oh, that what it was? Yeah, yeah did they, the did they News. cite. Uh, no, it's horrible. Or was it their own little yeah. thing they did? Uh, it says according to Craig, so they were citing Craig. Which so that goes for, that goes for the listeners. It goes for you guys, man. When you start seeing, I don't care if it's pro-gun or anti-gun, check your facts. Always. Don't be that guy that starts sharing stuff. That guy. And we've well, all we, done it. We always say, don't even believe us, even though we're right. Seriously, go look. Go check on us. Go check it out. Maybe, you know, maybe an alicorn doesn't have... <laughs> Wings. All right, if this, so, if this recurring brony <laughs> thing keeps happening, I'm calling my agent. We're going to have to get a theme song for Scott. No, we're not. <laughs> All right, so, you know, a couple of years ago, I say a couple, 12 years ago. That's I was, a couple. Yep. I was watching television, you know, the big thing. They it's had a those box. then? Yeah. Uh, oh, back when you could. They had done an interview with some jailites, so people that live in jail. Ah. <laughs> Did that really just happen? Because they got arrested. 
and they were saying that if they could go out and rob today, they wouldn't because of the amount of people that carry guns. Well, weird how that happens. I've seen some studies that that were based on that that premise where they they interviewed criminals in jail, specifically felons, you know, stick up guys and people like that. Yeah, and if I knew a guy had a gun, I wouldn't do anything. Absolutely, yeah. they always yeah. say that. And yeah, they're more afraid of an armed uh, citizen than a cop for sure. As far as you know, running to into them on the street, um, a lot of them are afraid of dogs. So that's why they tell you get a dog uh, to reduce robberies and things of that nature. Um, yeah, so it just stands to reason. We talked about this with the hard target, soft target, right? Mm-hmm. If the perception is that you could have a gun, the criminal is not going to ask you for your wallet. He's going to go find somebody who he thinks doesn't have a gun. If you live in an area where you could be carrying a gun, a criminal is less likely to bother you, to stick you up, to rob you, to whatever, if he, as opposed to an area of the country where he knows you're not carrying a gun, or the chance is slim and none that you're carrying a gun. You know, you're New York City, you're aforementioned New Jersey, mm-hmm. uh, California. You know, all these places where you know you're, you're not going to be carrying a gun. You know, well they could rob you there. The, the, that's why crime is higher. That's why I, we like to attribute the drop in crime. Everybody, like you said, everybody grabs the statistics and molds them and attributes them to their little pet cause and things of that nature. But it just stands to reason that criminals aren't going to mess with people who they think might be armed. Yeah, I look at the state. Not if they have another choice. I look at the state of Texas and I'm always like, you know what you don't hear about in Texas? Active shooters. Not nearly, not nearly to the grand scale that you hear. Well, last one we had had was before. Yeah, was before we had uh, um, concealed carry laws. That was a long time ago. Yeah, you don't. We've had shooting. I mean, we've had we've had like highly publicized. Well, if you look at yeah, that's what I mean. That was before we we had yeah. That 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 prompted our concealed carry laws here in Texas. Because that one predates me. The Lubies. I don't really remember the. The Lubies. Yeah. Yeah, the guy drove his pickup truck through the Lubies yeah. and just started shooting people. And really the, nice guy. And the woman that was in there, you, you can go YouTube it. She's yeah, on No, no, no. We did have the guy in Tyler. The courthouse shooting. Oh, the courthouse shooting. Where a concealed carry guy probably saved somebody's life while losing his own. But the, yep. And the Lubies girl here was talking about how she probably would have been able to do something and both her parents would still be alive if she was able to carry the gun. I wonder if you looked at the percentages of mass shootings in where the populace is definitely going to be unarmed versus mass shootings where or where the populace is... is it's you know. already there. Southern Poverty Law Center won't tell you that, but those numbers are already there. You know, yeah, it makes what are the, the numbers? CDC, it's like, but we, no one wants to hear about that. It's a very, very small percent of these mass killings take place where the populace could be armed. Very small. I mean, infinitesimal, like a percentage of a percentage, right? And that's what I don't understand. We, we, the, it seems like the people who are anti-gun and anti-gun owner don't care about the statistics as long as they can get rid of the guns. It mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand the facts here and and what it comes down to i think if if i may uh i don't think that anti-gun people you know people who are very emotional very anti-gun very anti um gun ownership you know the more handguns the more children are just going to be killed you know they spout those things off knee-jerk reaction i think those people 
don't care about guns. They realize guns are inanimate objects. Mm -hmm. They realize... I think those people really deep down have a emotional reaction to what they perceive as gun owners. They don't like people who like guns. I don't think it has anything to do with them not liking guns. They just don't like people who don't, who like guns. I think they would say the same thing about you know NASCAR or, or truck pulls or... So speaking of people that actually like firearms, you guys ever heard of Wilson Combat? Yeah, I've heard of him once or twice. Well, I'm starting to think... How about you, Scott? Have you heard of him? Yeah, yeah. I'm starting to think that Wilson Combat uh-huh. is the place to watch because they seem to only work on military guns that the military no longer wants. Because <laughs> starting in about, what, in February or March yeah. of this year... And one grand Ernest, Ernest Langdon uh, went over there and started doing the M9 stuff yes. for him. Yeah. And he started doing that this year. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, in wait, March. wait, wait. They do M9 stuff? Yeah, where yeah. have you been? How did what? you miss... Did we talk about it on the podcast? Probably. You really should listen to the podcast. Yeah. It's oh, pretty, that's probably yeah. why I didn't hear So, <laughs> anyway... The military is is actually looking at getting rid of and retiring the M9 Beretta M9. This is true. Yeah, this is the news that everybody's been jumping up and down about because it's big news. Um, now, I'm going to burst everyone's bubble and tell them it's not going to happen. I'm, I'm going to tell you in a minute exactly what's going to happen because I know my history and I know how it's going to work. But the military has been has really been trying to get rid of the M9. They've been trying their darndest. They've had. They've had the JSP, the Joint Service Pistol. They the had eleven. The M11. They had uh, what's what's the other? What was the program they had right before the JSP? Anyways, they've had several programs to look at replacing the M9, and all of them have been, you know, defunded, done, you know, debunked, whatever. Uh, we've gotten some good guns out of some of them. We got the HK45, and uh, we got some cool tan guns uh, from Beretta and FN and uh, Taurus and. Uh, but the military has put out a new uh, feeler, I guess, um, that they're going to start a program. They're gonna, and everything's off the table. That means nine millimeter don't doesn't have to be nine. Um, can be forty, can be forty five. They don't care. Ugh. Caliber is open. Um, action is open, except it has to have manual safety, I believe. Uh, of course, um, they're going to talk so about close. capacity. They're going to talk about opticals. They're going to talk about everything. Everything's open again. So we're starting over again. Thank goodness. I say uh-huh. a 5.56 with a SIG <laughs> pistol brace. I'm in. And a shorty little like 5.6. You don't six, need a SIG pistol brace. Barrel. It's the Army. Yeah, dog. VSBR and 6.8. 22TCM pistol. 22TCM pistol. <laughs> the, uh, the Those are full rail. Those They're a blast to shoot. TCM now, here's what's going to happen. You know, we all got our pet thing. So many people are screaming for bring back the 1911-45 ACP. And you're wrong. And those people just are wrong. And let's just face yep. it. It's you're okay that to guy. Be wrong. I'm talking to you. It's Go okay. ahead. Send me, send me a nasty grammar. See if I don't crush you on you that You come one. on our Facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash gunshowpodcast. You tell us how wonderful how wrong the 1911 you are. is. Red how, the, how wrong the, you are. How the 45 <laughs> is a man killer and the 9mm is set on stun. And, and you, please, we want to hear from I've you. I've always said you can find me someone that's been shot with every caliber. And when he looks at me and he goes... There's some famous guy in the industry that got shot cent. with a 50. 50 cent. No, 50 caliber. Oh. Well, you find that whoever it is, and the guy looks at me and he says, you know what, that 9mm round was a pansy round. I'll stop carrying it. 
But until you can find a guy that's been shot by 9, 40, and 45, and he can tell me... <laughs> Name's Lucky. That that, <laughs> that that 9mm is weak, I'm going to continue to carry it. Now, let me tell you what's going to become of this. The Army is going to do an extensive study. They're going to spend millions upon millions of taxpayers' dollars. Probably a solid dollars. 7 or $8 billion. Yes, it's going to, it, there's, going to be, there's going to be lawsuits about it. There's going to be leaks in the press and on soldier systems. There's going to be all sorts of speculation. There's going to be testing. You're going to see guns and holsters out downrange and some fancy dudes that are going to be shooting stuff. And the Army is going to come out and say, well, this is the pistol that won. It's not that much better than the Beretta in nine mm so we're not going to die. I've always it. waited to see the ninety, the ninety-two, the plastic. Yeah, thing? that's what I no. figured I'd see show up eventually. It's the no. same damn gun. Well, the Marines are issuing the the same version, the ninety-two A one or the M nine A one. I can't figure out which one. Evidently, the M nine A one, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, evidently they're different. the The ninety-two A one is an is the ninety twelve. TWO. Yeah, the 90-2. with with that very cosmopolitan. Yes, yes, ninety twelve. Well. You can say ninety dash two. People still don't know what you're talking about. But if you say twelve, if you know, if you're a Beretta guy, if you're a Beretta <laughs> Listen, guy, you all say six the Beretta guys two. that work at Wilson I usually just Combat slow it down. know exactly like, what you're yeah, talking about. There's a Beretta ninety two. There's a Beretta ninety two. Say no. That that no. It's work. ninety dash two. Twelve. I'm telling I'm you. Say 12. the twelve. <laughs> you should, I, I figured you would. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, please, come tell us what you Let's think Let's have that throwdown. I want to have that discussion with you, because you're wrong. They need to bring the 19... Look at MUSOC. They're shooting the 1911. Come on, oh, man. Oh, they had to create a whole other MOS. It's called 1911 <laughs> Armorer. Oh, one of my bloggers uh, that, that I read said he wants the military to adopt the 1911 and 45 ACP. And you say, no, why would you... But he had a very, very good reason. Because then... The military would start training armorers in 1911, 45 AC, because oh, they'd be have to. abundance of 1911 armorers And there? 10 years from now, 15 years from now, 1911 work would be cheap because there'll be five or six million guys. Well played, random gotta, guy from the internet. Well played. Good job. We like it here at the Gun Show Podcast. Just before but everyone else's reasons are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're thinking, and there's that guy right now It's like, oh, Oh my, I am unsubscribing right now. Your viewership, you just lost a follower. Yeah, but you, you, somebody is, someone's punching their dashboard or their, their flat screen right now. Be like, stop it. Oh, you guys are heretics. Oh, that, that little punk kid on that. He kind of sounds like he's 15. I don't know anything about 1911s. Let me tell you a thing or two, Mr. Guy person. The Beretta sucks. I've seen enough of those locking lugs break with the gun in battery with a live round in the chamber where I had to take that gun downrange and hammer it. I, I place emphasis on hammer it open and the extractor lug came out in three pieces when it should only come out in oh, one. The 1911 is not the answer to your problems. Let's take a gun that has more parts and apply it to a situation that should require less parts. Has the 1911 had its day? Yes. Unless you have $2,000, I say that with emphasis, that's my nice, like, hard, even number that I give it, unless you have $2,000 to send to a person who puts their name personally on the gun, you probably don't have a gun worth owning. I'm not, I'm not, not saying your, your other rack guns are okay. They will shoot here in America when you take it out of the case from your air-conditioned house and you take it to the flat range where you pay nice money to stand there and do nothing. 
when I take that gun and I throw it out of a Humvee and I drag it down the street and then you wonder why it's not firing, that is why we should not be carrying the 1911 overseas. I, I find the argument that the 1911 should be a, a full-size, you know, a, a, a mainstream duty gun to be amateur at best. That, that's, an, that's an amateur emotional argument. If Larry Vickers, and I'll take his name in vain because he's one of the one of the 1911 gurus, if Larry Vickers stands up on TV and says, I don't think the 1911 has any place in a duty application, be it in the States, for cops, or overseas, you might be f***ing up. That's all I'm saying. So I want you to come give me a cogent argument, Sans what Scott said, because that guy was really cool, <laughs> a cogent argument as to why you think a compli- an overcomplicated 100-year-old design should be put back into the inventory en masse. Uh, the average E3 can barely do end-user 10-level maintenance on their AR as it is, and you want to hand that kid a 1911. Good luck, bro. So if you have an answer for Ethan, um, and you're not scared, go to facebook.com slash podcast. Uh, go to the gunshowpodcast.com. Send us a message. Let us know how you feel. You can email questions at thegunshowpodcast.com. So, uh, I think we got one last thing to talk about here. Yeah, oh, hey, wait a second. Wait, what? What? Do not use one-letter words at me. If it's the word <laughs> B-E, you type B-E. Don't give me that U crap. If you need to say Y-O-U, you type Y-O-U. Don't send me the word, the letter U. I will delete you. And don't poke me either. We talked about that last week. Don't poke me. So that's my grammar media rant for the day. Thank you, Weird Al. <laughs> that's true. Weird Al has a new song. You should go listen to it. All right. So anyway, Thorsten. Thorsten. pulling a conjunction junction up in this b- <laughs> So Thorsten. Customs A. Customs. Thorsten's Customs. Thorsten's, Thorsten's, Thorsten's Customs. Thorsten, I can't even say We can't say this it. word. Change, let me change. They let need me. to change their name. Now, hold on. Let me Come open on. it. Come on. I got to open it. What is with us in names? But like the it's past, not, yeah, what is it with you, you guys and names? <laughs> Use guys, you guys, Use guys. Use guys. Thorsden Customs. Thorsden. How do you how do you mess that up? You Thorsden. say Thorsten. There's yeah. not. It's not a T. It's a D. Thorsden. Thorsden Customs has a uh, Thorsten. No, we talked about Norway last week. Wrong podcast. It's a long H. Norway last he week. pronounced that perfectly. I did. Thorsden. No, the New Zealand's. Location, I actually got that right. We talked about cool what? pistol buffer tubes before. Yeah, so tell us about the Torsten's custom. <laughs> we got, we got a, God bless you. We got another one from Thorsten. Now, the thing, if you go to ARFCOM and peruse the pistol section where they talk about such things, AR pistols specifically, and you look at um, what people are doing uh, with the AR pistol, um, they're shooting them from the, sh- the shoulder. Let's, let's face it. That's what an AR pistol is for. So they're, they're finding ways around uh, the stock thing, the SB-15 being the ultimate way around the stock thing. Um, but one thing that they did was put uh, this funky little side saddle doohickey from, uh, I think CAA makes it. But, uh, CAA does yeah, make it. CAA makes it, and they put it on their pistol tubes. And the ATF said, that's cool. It's just a cheek rest. You're allowed to have a cheek rest on your gun because it's not for your shoulder. Well... Thorsden uh, Custom uh, doubled down on that, and they made a specific pistol buffer tube for the CAA side saddle thingy, CAA saddle kit. 
um and it includes all the cool stuff you know the buffer tube uh you know covers um i guess saddle adapter nut, mounting hardware yeah, in plate and installation Ooh, instructions installation instructions and you kind of need those well, I don't, but most mortals will. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, according to Thorsten, our QD buffer cover mounts over our exclusive keyed buffer tube and provides a rock-solid base for the CA saddle. One of the complaints about the CA saddle, unless you do something custom, it can move around on you. The cover also incorporates one quick detached sling hard point on each side, which is handy. Yes, it is. And, uh, you know, you get the cheek well from the CAA. Oh, the CAA also has storage in it, so you can put batteries and junk in it. Um, what, you put the one extra round? Is that what you put in yours, Ethan? The one round? Yeah, one, one, one Just round. the one, Just round. one round. I mash like four so it doesn't rattle. <laughs> you squish them together. They don't chamber roll all afterwards, it but if you use weird. that forward assist, yeah. it gets them in there. They also don't like coming out. They don't like going in. They don't like coming out either. Yeah. When, <laughs> if you dent the brass, it's okay because it'll fill that, you know, the, the chamber up just fine. Oh, my yeah. God. So if you want to see pictures of this <laughs> Thorsden Defense uh, cool little buffer tube pistol thingy, uh, go to the Firearm blog. They've got some great pictures of it. Uh, and we'll try to get some up on our uh, Facebook, aforementioned Facebook. But uh, more options for the, the AR pistol has become a thing it used to be a toy and now it's a thing even the great pat rogers talked about the ar pistol there equipped were, with a there were some that got run through his, Hold on through a second. his last let, shoot house let me tell you why in my tell opinion the, the ar pistol has actually become popular tell us the price has dropped on the short barrels I used to get online, oh, and true. you would look at a short barrel anything. Yeah, a short was, barrel that works. That this works. was a year yeah. or was, two ago. You know, it wouldn't have been $1,100 just for the upper. Let's face it. Ten years ago, like you said, your, your choices were a kitty cat if you could find one for sale, if, if you could find a DPMS upper for sale, which you probably couldn't. You'd probably just buy the whole gun. I've, I saw very few uppers for sale. Or you could call the guy at MSTN or whatever his name is, Wes over there, and he would build you a custom one with some custom Novisky 7-inch. He'd cut it down. And it cost you a fortune. Either way, it's either hard to get, impossible to get, or uh, cost a ridiculous amount of money. And the guns didn't run well back then. I don't know if you guys remember. Colt I couldn't do. even get a 10-inch to run in the Vietnam era. Um, you know, a 7-inch is even more finicky. Um, I, I want to say the first really solid... Adoption I saw, besides from the the ones that Wes were selling from MST, and I heard his ran fabulous. Was uh, PWS when they came out with their little um, the Diablos? Yeah, the the short stroke piston system yep. hooked into the VSBRs, and so some for some we are far enough down the road on the AR15 platform now where we can do it all. Mm-hmm. I mean. We, we got all sorts of different gas systems. We got all sorts of different calibers. We got suppressors. We got adjustable gas blocks. We got switch blocks. We got, we, we know how to build one now. And, and lots and lots of people are building guns who know how to do it. So we're getting guns that work, pistols, toys, things of that nature. Um, plus the advent of all sorts of back pressure inducing accessories for the market. I mean, let's face it. I remember when your choices were, uh, a XM177 style five and a half inch flash hider, or no, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember when your choices were a Levang, which has been out for quite a while, or a KX3, or a KX3. And you know, you go from either end of the spectrum there as far as cost. And now, 
500 different linear devices oh, yeah. and increased back pressure. There are uh, there are devices from big name companies that increase back pressure and they don't even tout about it, uh, but they work on these short guns. And let's not forget suppressors. Suppressors are immensely more popular nowadays. So it makes more sense that short barrel guns, uh, one, are less expensive, two, they work, and three, people are starting to see that they have a practical purpose for some things. Um, oh, another thing about the AR-15 pistol. It used to be that any ammo that you could get for your AR-15 pistol coming out of a 7-inch tube was not much better than 22 Magnum uh, going through animals or people, right? There wasn't, you know, good, reliable ammo that offered good terminal performance. And nowadays, there's so many different flavors of bullets and loads and... You know, uh, you know, from Zombie Max to 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 you know USGI stuff that will work out of a seven-inch barrel. I mean, I, I I can think of ten of them off the top of my head that that are acceptable um, out of a seven-inch barrel, at least at close ranges. Uh, not to mention the heavier stuff is much more popular. It used to be you had to load it yourself to get a seventy-seven grain something or the other, and nowadays you can buy it no problem all day long. Now, currently out of stock, but at Bravo, Bravo Company USA.com, yep. you can get an LMT 10.5 right. for $538. Yeah, and LMT is one of those people that knows how to make a gun run. A Bravo yep. Company. Bravo sells Bravo at 11 and a half. Well, and here's the thing. $538 from LMT, and the only thing, I, you're not going to get a uh, BCG, Bolt Carrier Group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're going to, the only thing you need are the handguards. Well, let's face it. But most of us strip those off anyway and put something else. Yeah, but the stuff is so cheap. I mean, we talked about that before. The 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 bubble has burst. I, yeah. Are are we going to see some more layoffs from people like BCM and uh, and our friends at uh, Palmetto State? I don't know. I hope not. Uh, but I'm glad that stuff is inexpensive as it is. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah. I'm that's looking at uh, 12.5s, uh, ones for 515, and that's a bolt. Uh, that's a Bravo company. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so yeah, Bravo company. Here you go, 439 dollars. I tell you what, I am you a Bravo company fanboy. If you need a gun for work, if you're a cop, if you're a, if you need one AR-15 to defend your family with, if it's your, you know, your only AR-15. I'm not talking a range toy. I'm not talking about. Um, you know, something to, to impress to, your friends to, with. Yeah, to put on Arfcom. You will, you will impress yeah. your friends inadvertently if they know but. anything about guns. But the the BCM's a way to go. I mean, that's uh, my brother's a cop. I built him a duty gun. I built it on a BCM. I don't think twice about it. Um, I I would not hesitate to recommend it. You know, over or with any of the other big names out there that 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 are ready for prime time. Um. Let's see. Right now, I'm seeing some. Oh, there's the aforementioned PWS. Uh, you, they're definitely available right now for less than twelve hundred bucks. Primary weapon systems. Yep. Oh, hey, CMMG's just coming out with a new line. Well, you want to talk about Mark, pistols? You want to talk oh, about yeah, pistols? Yeah. You want to talk about pistols? That's what we've been talking about. You could talk about. Oh, I thought. <laughs> well, yeah, we want to talk about pistols. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. three hundred blackout. Yeah. Bah, bah, bah. 300 blackout in a pistol length is just about the perfect AR-15 mm. uh, round. That's 
It really is. I mean, you know, you could you could argue that the six eight is a better. I don't hunting think round. that the three hundred blackout has been perfected yet. I tell you what, it's 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 amazing how awesome it is with just a barrel change. That's it. Nothing else. Done. Uh, you have a whole new weapon with a whole new. The subsonic loads are fantastic that are available for it. The suppressors are great that are available for it. I have the been, supersonic loads are awesome. But I have been running into issues with a 16 inch 300 blackout uh-huh. not cycling on subsonic loads. Hmm. Yeah. But it I cycles on why. supersonic? What gas system does it have? It's got oh, a, it's a 16 inch? Yeah. 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 It's a 16 inch subsonic. I know, but that's what. But here's the thing a lot of people are running around with those, and that's what you can well, buy on the real cheap. It's, it's not, not designed, designed for that. that. Yeah, yeah, but you got to understand what you're buying the ammo. Like, it's a purpose built cartridge. I, mean, I bet you if you put a suppressor on it with that subsonic, it'd run. It does. Oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, listen, the 300 blackout, it's been documented. Uh, do your research on it. Um, the, the the best 300 blackout is an 80-ish inch barrel with a pistol gas system. Yes. That runs almost everything. Uh, anything other than that, uh, I definitely recommend an adjustable gas system, um, especially with all the adjustable gas blocks we have nowadays. Holy moly, oh, there's so many choices. I used to be very like... Not yeah. don't have adjustable gas block. That's a race application there's thing. There's so right? many of and them now. There's coming from people who there. we trust uh, with building things that, that we trust our life on. The ubiquitous AR-15 pistol in any caliber has has definite usage. It's it's let's face it. It's it's light. It's handy. It's really handy. Not as handy as that. <laughs> Not as handy as one's microphone <laughs> falling onto one's face. Microphone to the face. Ah, oh, facial, Scott. Total facial. Sorry, guys. I'm spending money on ARs. I can't upgrade the equipment right now. <laughs> has, He's buying AR pistols. Has best AR pistol on the planet. Buys crappy microphones. Stands. But they sound good. Stands. Stands. The mics are good. The CABLSs are great, too. <laughs> Tell you what, I'll show you some crappy mics. <laughs> He's got what? some in his trunk. I got some crappy mics. No, I took them out of the trunk. Huh. They're hanging in the garage. So... Back to the AR-15 pistol. There's a reason it's popular. It's 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 inexpensive, like Martin said right now. It doesn't get it any cheaper. It's light. Uh, if you handle an AR-15 pistol compared to one of these AR-15s that we like to hang every option off of, uh, mm-hmm. it's super light. Um, it's powerful. We're still shooting 5.56 out of the sucker, uh, minimum, you know. Accurate out to 200 yards at least. Very accurate. Um, it's just the perfect fighting gun for somebody that doesn't need to shoot somebody out you, if you work past a hundred yards if you're working in a vehicle dude that's throw a so law handy. folder throw a law folder on that yeah thing. that's legit right that's a good to go yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 check that out i know it's been done so there has to be you know rule it's 34 expensive. there's definitely pictures yeah. of it out there if you really want it like okay well if you want to do it the right way you buy an sbr but if you want to do it the <laughs> almost right way and you want to buy a pistol Ooh, law folder sig pistol brace uh, BCM, LMT, upper, best of all worlds, right? As long as everything is legal in your local areas. Yeah, check your local your jurisdiction. That. That's right. For you knuckle like, draggers out there, we gotta walk you through the walk you through the tool, tiptoe you through the tools with that one here. Let me hold your hand. Check your laws. Because well, like those, here in Texas, if I decide to put my AR pistol inside my purse, my man purse, and carry it around. I'm carrying a handgun concealed. I better have a concealed carry yes. license. Yeah. If it's a rifle, if it's an SBR, do not I can do whatever I want on, with it. Don't go to one of your open <laughs> carry demonstrations with oh, a SIG brace on your pistol. Mm. That's a very good point. You will get atomic canceled by all the local <laughs> law enforcement. That's a felony. 
No. You don't condone a gun. Um, class A. I think it's class Open a. carry of a pistol? Yeah, I think it's just unlawful carrying of a handgun. Oh. It's class oh, a. that's not too bad. Then. Oh, go whatever, ahead. Roll for it. You know, if whatever. you do it, videotape it and uh, send it to us. And then scream about your rights being infringed. <laughs> it's morass. <laughs> According to Detroit no, News... Scott, you're not wrong. You're not <laughs> wrong. You're just an <laughs> asshole. Sorry. Right. 